You're listening to the Bougie Boss Podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the classy, bossed-up woman who's looking to build her empire and start living the life that she deserves. I am your host, Marissa Janae, so grab a glass of wine, sit back, take notes, and enjoy the show. Everybody, welcome back to episode number three of the Bougie Boss Podcast. For those who are just joining for the first time, I want to say welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. Make sure that you go back to episode one and two to take a listen and um, hear exactly what we have been covering over these last three podcasts. Um, I just want to introduce myself. My name is Marissa Janae. I am the owner of Rated Bougie Hair Company. Um, I'm also a motivationalist, if that's a word. (laughs) Um, I love to inspire um, people and also a beautypreneur and now a future professional with um, Paul Mitchell, a partner school for Paul Mitchell. And I am so excited that you guys are here. Uh, This show is specifically designed for the classy boss up woman that's looking to build her empire and start living the life that she deserves. So this is a business podcast, but it's along the lines of business motivation, just to get you up, just to get you going. Um, We will have some guests in the future to talk about different aspects of business um, and also just to educate you on life as well. So um, again, I am glad that you're here. Listeners that have been listening before, I am excited that you are here as well. And I just want to say thank you a thousand times to those listeners that have been listening to the podcast so far. I see those numbers going up and it's getting me excited. So that lets me know that I am delivering value to you to help you out with your life, to help you out with your business. Um, So as you've seen by the title today, it's called How Do You Want It? And you know, just being a motivationalist, being someone in business, I do get a lot of people that come to me and ask me, how do I start a business? Or, you know, how do I get this book going? There's so many things I want to do. I just can't wrap my head around one thing. And just being the person that I am, I just jump right in and, you know, start giving, you know, advice. You know, I speak to the things that I know of. And I mean, it just brings me joy you know, to help other people. But you know, what kind of grinds my gears and I want to apologize <laughs> beforehand if this sounds a little preachy today, but I just had to get this, you know, out, you know, in the open and get it off my chest. But, you know, people ask for help. And then when you start to give help after you listen to their story and, you know, you're like, wow, okay, I see that there's something there. So I'm definitely going to, you know, help this person get to the next level. And with me, I mean, you could call me what you want, a warden, a drill sergeant, whatever. But (laughs) I like to check back in. Like, I'm your accountability partner. So if you tell me that there's something that you want to do, i.e. a book or i.e. start a podcast and, you know, I start giving you pointers or directing you in places where you can get information, you you better believe I'm going to come back to you and ask you, how is that going? What have you done? What are your goals towards getting to the next step? And 
for, you know, as of lately, you know, there's been some people that come to me, they're, they're seeing me working hard. They're seeing me, you know, achieving things. They're seeing me, um, getting in closer, closer relationship with God and, you know, seeing things happen all around me and they want a piece of it. And I start to give it advice and I check back in with them and they're like, Oh, well, you know, I had stuff to do last night, so I wasn't able to, you know, get started with that or, oh, you know, I had to go here and I had to do this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that's what it sounds like to me. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. That's what it sounds like. And how do you expect people to help you or, you know, coach you along the way? And or how do you expect yourself to get to the next level if you won't even take time out for yourself to get to the next level. So, I mean, really, how bad do you want it? Do you even want it at all? Or is it, are you just blowing smoke because, you know, you see someone else doing it and you just want a piece of the pie? No, you have to put in work. You know, you have to take those steps. You have to put one, that one foot in front of the other to get to the next level. So why even ask for help if you're not even ready to get to the next level? Why even listen to motivation if you're not even ready to take the steps to get to the next level for yourself? It's all about loving who you are, loving, you know, people, basically, because again, we start our businesses, you know, shouldn't just be about yourself, but, you know, in the long run of helping people and with helping people, then it circles back around to you and gives you the blessings that you need. But if you're not, if you're not ready, if you just want to, you know, be exactly where you are, that's all fine and good. If you want to stay exactly where you are, you know, that's all fine and good, but Try not to, I mean, in lack of better words, and I, you know, I don't like saying this, but try not to waste people's time who are people that are willing to invest in you. When you go to them, you have to go ready. You have to go ready to listen, to be coachable, to be ready to take those next steps because those people are people who are go-getters, who are people who just don't say things to say things. They put actions behind what they want to do. So that just brings me to a story of someone as recently, you know, they see what's going on with me. And, you know, when I'm around people, I just like to, you know, say enlightening things. I like to, you know, uplift. So, you know, I'm talking, I'm talking about, you know, what's going on in my life and, you know, talking about the goodness of God and, you know, what he's doing for other people. And this person is, you know, compelled to say, hey, I want to start a book. I've been wanting to write a book for so long and, you know, I haven't had the chance to. So I asked, okay, why haven't you had the chance? Well, I have this going on and I have that going on and, you know, I have work and it really hasn't, you know, been the right time. I want to tell you guys something. There's never the right time. It's never going to be the right time. The right time is going to be (laughs) when you say, hey. I'm tired of being in the spot that I'm in and I'm ready to start to work on something that's going to enhance my life and enhance the other people and enhance the other lives of people. So it's never going to be the right time financially. It's never going to be the right time time management wise. It's just not going to be the right time. So I asked this person, I said, okay, you want to write children's books, you children's books. And You said it's not the right time, but have you even started to just jot down your ideas? I mean, you can do that while laying in bed. You can do that while, you know, 
waiting to get your car service, whatever you're doing, or, you know, while you're watching TV, you can turn that TV off and start jotting down your ideas. And then from there, you can start to formulate things. And by before you know it, you'll have a book. And she said, well, you know, I never thought about it in that way. She was like, well, I can't do edits or, you know, my grammar's not that good. Okay, the first step is, is just getting your ideas down, you know, forming, you know, the content. And then from there, you can get an editor. You can get an editor to formulate your book or there's certain things. Hey, YouTube, YouTube it. I mean, there's books out here. There's YouTube to help you through. You know how many times I went on YouTube just to, you know, get started with my business? YouTube is very resourceful. So, you know, it, those are excuses. Those are excuses saying that I'm fearful. Those are excuses saying that I have negativity, you know, and I don't want to, I truly just don't want to get to the next level. I want to talk the good talk, but I don't want to get to the next level. Then I had, you know, someone else (laughs) that is close to me also say, hey, I want to start a podcast and I'm excited. I'm like, yeah, start a podcast. What type of podcast do you want to start? And he says a business podcast. No, he says a sports podcast. Excuse me. So I'm like, okay, cool. You know, he loves football. Hey, I love football too. And I'm like, oh, that's going to be awesome. You know, you can go to different restaurants when there's games on and just talk to individual people. Hey, I'm starting to spill out so many ideas. I'm more hype than he is about it. I mean, I start to see the spirit coming out of him. And so I said, hey, here's a program that you can do that I did to help me start my podcast, you know, within, you know, and have it formulated within 15 days. Cool. Sent it to him and, you know, I checked in. Hey, are you looking at your videos? You know, are you coming up with ideas? Yeah, I'm listening, Marissa. You know, I'm getting it going. And I'm like, cool. I cannot wait to hear this podcast. So some time went by and I'm like, hey, you know, how's the podcast going? Now it's been almost a month (laughs) and I haven't heard anything about it though you know I always checked in like hey how's the videos going he always says it's good and now it's well I still want to do the podcast but I may need a co-host or you know I may need a different topic what what happened (laughs) in the meantime when you you said that your love is sports your love is football you can talk about it all day so what happened to that that now you think you need a co-host you you know how many co-hosts you can have with sports and just being out and about talking to people a different co-host for every show when you're talking about you know sports why are you slowing down your process like why are you putting a barrier up And you haven't even gotten started yet. You haven't even finished the videos yet. (laughs) And here you are off on another angle about something else. Like, how bad do you want to change your life? How bad do you want new things in your life? Some of us are just out here living. Some of us are just breathing the air, you know, (laughs) every day and just living a life, but not actually living not actually taking advantage of all the resources that we have to live a better life. Like, what are you scared of? Stepping out and doing what you want to do is not going to kill you when I say it's not going to kill you. What it's going to do is make you better. (laughs) It's going to make your life better. It's going to make your relationships better. It's not going to kill you. So why be scared 
of stepping out. Now, I'm going to say this. I am not perfect. And I was there before. And this is why I can say or ask, why, why be scared? I was there before. You know, I had many businesses before, you know, that I've gotten into. And again, I wasn't passionate about, but I got into them. Some failed. Okay, some succeeded. Some were very successful, especially, you know, that my travel business, very successful. But again, it wasn't my passion. So I didn't continue on. But before I started these business, I was scared. I was scared to invest money because I was holding on to money. I was tight, like it was never going to come back to me again. You know, I was scared about what were people going to think about me with starting these businesses. And most of my businesses were MLM businesses. They were not traditional businesses. So I was scared that people were not going to buy the product or they were not going to listen to me. I didn't know what I was talking about. So I've been there, guys. I am not perfect to say the least. But once you start to work, Work through the fear. You have to feel the fear and do it anyway. If you do not do that, you're never going to get on the other side of it. You're never going to get on the other side of the look back and say, hey, what was I scared of? It is not that serious. It's, I mean, really? Like, it was not even that difficult. I remember just doing presentations with uh, my MLMs. Like, my first presentation, I was so scared. I was so nervous. But once I did it, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I actually do know what I'm talking about. And people are listening and people are, are found, finding value in what I'm selling because I did believe, well, some the ones that I were success, was successful in, I believed in the product and I believed in what I was doing. And I especially travel. I love travel. So you have to feel the fear and do it anyway. Like you cannot let fear take over. Like life is too short, guys. Ladies, gentlemen that are listening, life is too short. If you do not like where you're sitting at today, look around you right now. You may be on your way to work. You might be sitting at work listening to this podcast, or you might just be winding down for the evening and just take a look around. Do you like where you're living? Do you do you like your situation? Do you like the relationships in your life? Do you I mean, what's holding you back from stepping out to making things in your life better? Are you scared of what people are going to say about you? So what? Those are the people that are not supposed to be around. I don't know how many times I've said this in the podcast episode 1, episode 2. Those are the people that are not supposed to be around you. Once you release those people and new people come and surround you in your life, you're going to understand that. So if you want to change your your situation, you got to do things differently. You cannot sit where you are and expect things to happen. You cannot keep saying, oh, I want to start a business or I want to start a podcast and then months go by and you're still sitting in the same situation that you're in now. So you don't want it. You don't want better for yourself. And it's a shame if you don't. It is a truly a shame that you don't because you need to start to look at the love you have for yourself. Because if you don't want better for yourself, if you don't want to keep elevating year after year, that means that there's something lacking. There's something lacking inside that you may need to, you know, get a hold of and, you know, try to work through. Because if you keep standing in the situation and then when it's time for your last days on this earth, you're going to regret not even trying 
to get to the level that you want to get to. And again, so what if the first business that you start off fails? Guess what? That second business or that third business or that fourth business may be it and it'll click. It will click for you. And things are going to start to take off once you do it. You have to try. You have to try. Again, I mean, hey, listen, I sold what? <laughs> I uh, lower uh, utility bill plans and <laughs> I mean, books, I mean, clothes. Listen, I haven't done it all, but I've done most things. And it took me time to, again, realize that, you know, hair is where I wanted to get back to. And, you know, making people feel beautiful is where I wanted to be. Helping people and motivating people is where I want to be. And it took time. Guys, it took time. I started, you know, the whole entrepreneurial thing again, like I said, in college. And now it's many, many years later. I'm not going to say my age, but (laughs) it's years later. And I'm just now getting to where, you know, I'm not exactly where I want to be, but I can see a future that's going to be bigger and better than I could ever imagine. I'm not sitting in that space right now. Like, you know, I'm not, my life is getting better, but it's not exactly where I want to be, but I can see it. I can see it. I can see it in my visions. I can see it when, you know, when I journal and write down my vision, I can see it that way. And I know if I have faith and belief of me getting there, it's all going to happen. So if you want it bad enough, you have to step out. You have to step out on faith. You have to block out any of the naysayers. And God is going to defend, he's going to deliver, and he's going to preserve you. So what do I mean by that? So when I say he's going to defend you, God is going to defend you against those naysayers because the battle is truly not ours. It's his. So as you're going through, once you step out, I'm going to tell you now that negativity is going to start to surround you. Negativity is going to start to fill your mind. There's going to be people that's tell you, telling you that you can't do it. Or why did you choose to do that? Where did you get that idea from? But again, if you give it to God, he's going to take that battle because it's not yours. He's going to defend you against those naysayers. He's going to defend you against your negativity. He's going to defend you against your fear. He's going to wrap his arms around you and protect you if this is the way that you're supposed to be going. Now, there's the idea that's not in his plan, okay? That may fail, okay? But that means you get right back up again and get back on that horse to another path that will get you to where you need to be. But he's going to protect you against the these negativities, against fear, against you talking bad about your own business because I've seen people, you know, say, hey, I have this idea. And then five minutes later, they're talking bad about it. And I'm like, well, how do you expect it to flourish if you don't even (laughs) believe in it? So you definitely have to believe in it. And also he's going to deliver you. So once you've worked your behind off a year, two years, however long it takes, and he delivers you and you see what's on the other side of your work, 
and you see your business flourishing, you're seeing that people are being helped, you're seeing that people are coming to you now for business advice, you, you're seeing that your product is selling, you're seeing that your clients are overflowing, you're seeing that you're getting referrals, this is your deliverance. And you're not going to look the same as you did in the very beginning. You're not going to look the same as you did in that defense stage. You're going to be a totally different person. I'm not even halfway to where I want to be. And I'm already seeing the difference in myself. I'm already seeing the difference in how I help people. I'm already seeing the difference of how I do business. I'm already seeing the the, the difference of how I do life. So he's going to deliver you. You are going to be so much better than when you started that <laughs> you're just going to start the rotation all over again and become bigger. You're going to become better. You're going to become more helpful. You're going to be become more motivated. You're going to be to, to yourself and to other, others and also more inspiring to yourself and to others. And it just makes you love yourself more. It makes, you know, you love God more. So he's going to deliver you after that defense stage. So again, I can't say it enough. Have faith, have belief, go through it, work it, work it. There's going to be times that you are going to cry. There's going to be times that you're going to feel, you know, like you cannot go on. But again, you have to give it back. You have to surrender it to God for him to take on that battle for you to get through to the other side. You know, cry Cry not to quit, okay? I'm going to say it again. So cry to never give up. Don't cry, don't cry to quit. Cry to never give up, okay? Go ahead and have your moments. Go ahead and cry, lay on the floor, call Jesus, whatever you need to do. But guess what? Dry those tears, get back up. Why? Because you have the strength to move on. These are just little minor things. These are little minor storms that are going to happen and they are going to happen. Everything is not going to be peaches and cream. Believe me, I have many. I'm going through many now, but it doesn't stop me from getting to where I want to be because I see it. I have that vision. So have that vision. So he's going to defend you. He's going to deliver you through. Then he's going to preserve you. And when 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 I what I mean by preserve once you get there he's going to just bring you through brand new and that person that you have become is going to get greater like he's going to preserve your greatness he's going to preserve your greatness and you're going to be able to give that greatness to other people you are not even going to recognize who you are. So he's going to preserve that greatness and you're going to be able to build on that greatness year after year after year. Now, once you completed these three stages, what you need to do is give it away. That's right. <laughs> transfer a power because once you transfer that power to someone else, you're going to get even more power. You cannot get things, use them and not give them away. Because if you don't, you're going to stay exactly where you are. That's just like money. To have the flow of money, if there is a flow. We know how water flows. There's a, a flow of money. So once you get money, you need to, of course, take care of you know your financial uh, responsibilities. But you also need to give that money away to those who are in need. 
So again, that's why we, we tithe. We tithe because money should not be put on such a high pedestal that you are afraid to give it away, that you are afraid to let that $1 come from your pocket for the goodness of others. With you being tight with money, your life is going to stay tight. Let's just put it that way. Your life is going to stay boxed in and you're 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 not going to have a flow of life. You're not going to have a flow of money. So when you get that money, you should be able to tie that money, give it, you know, give it to those who are less fortunate. Now, I always tithe 10% and I do it each week. I don't do it once a month. As soon as I get it, I give it away. I take care of my financial responsibilities and 10% of what I get for that week, I give to a ministry that is dear to my heart that that helps homeless and because that's one of the philanthropies that you know that are dear to my heart so I give it away to a ministry I don't no matter the amount it's going to someone who who needs it more than I do and guess what right after that more money flows into my into my life just like that it's going to continue to flow it's not going money's not going anywhere Money is going to continue to flow. And the more that you've realized that, the more that, you know, you give away with a good heart, not just, okay, let me do this just to get back, just to, you know, get some money back. No, when you give away with a good heart, that money is going to flow and it's going to be even more than what you gave away. And you're not even going to be thinking about money. When you give it away, you're just going to be thinking about the person on the other side that's receiving it and could use it more than what or how you could use it. But anyway, that's that's for a different podcast. We'll talk about that on another on another day. So again, God is going to defend, he's going to deliver, and he's also going to preserve you. So you cannot let fear, negativity, and laziness take over, or again, you're not going to get what the go- get to the goals that you want to get to. Um, like for myself, you know, when people say, "Oh, I can't do this," or "I have, to, I didn't have time to do this," I had to pick up such and such from school, and you know, I had to go to school, and I, just, I'm just so tired when I get home. Uh, no. First of all, <laughs> I'm going to tell you this: I get up every morning at 5 a.m. And again, I'm not perfect. And again, I'm not trying to boast. I'm just letting you know that if you want something bad enough, you're going to go after and do it. So in the morning, I get up at five. I pray because God is first. I get ready. I drive an hour and a half when I say five days a week. I drive an hour and a half to a city here in Virginia where I work. And from that time after work, I go to school now and from school, I'm in school from five to 10. Then from there, I drive an hour and a half back home and I'm home about 1130. From there, I get ready for the next day. I journal and I'm, I do business, work on Rated Bougie, work on any eBay packages or Amazon packages or Poshmark packages that I need to get out. And then from there, I'm sleep maybe about one one thirty because you gotta wind down. Once you get in the bed, you're not just gonna fall out sleep. I'm in the bed about one thirty. Then I'm back up at five a.m. When I say yes, I'm tired. I am tired when I can't even see straight. <laughs> you know, my body is tired. But what's what's persevering or making me persevere is that I know this is temporary. This is not always gonna be my life. 
And if I put in the work now, when I get to where I want to get to, I'm not going to have to work as hard. You have to put in the work now. You have to get out of laziness. You have to get out of fear. You have to get out of that negativity that you cannot do it because someone told me I was not going to be able to do it. I was not going to be able to get up in the morning, you know, go, you know, work and then go to school. And you're just going to be so tired that you're just not going to do it. Oh, you, you got the wrong one. Okay. Let's just make that plain and simple. You got the wrong one because I already have vision of how all of this is going to pan out. And that's where you have to be. Somebody's going to come against you and say, hey, you cannot do that idea. And you're, I mean, you don't even have to voice it. You could just say, okay, walk away and just know you have the vision of what's going to happen. So write down your vision, write down your vision, exactly how you want, read it every day and get out in this world and work it. No matter if you have a job or if you, you know, don't have a job or, you know, whatever, if you have kids or you have a husband, find you, you're going to have to find that balance, work it and get to the other side. So once you do these things that you won't have to work as hard, once you get there, by that time, you can start delegating. You, you know, you'll have staff that you want to transfer some of that power to, to help you run your business. It's not always going to be you. Without the efforts of other people, you cannot elevate. It may start with you, but as you start to grow, you're going to have to transfer some of that power to others so you can continue to grow and you can help them grow. So get out this laziness, get out of this negativity, you know, get out of the fear. You just got to go out there and get, guess what? If you go out and, and fail, listen. You don't have to tell people what you're doing. <laughs> that's one That's one of the things I learned. Do not tell them what your next move is. Be so if you have this fear of them thinking, oh, you started and you failed, they won't even know. You just laugh it off and say, hey, okay, I did this. All right, let me rewind, start again and do it this way. And then, you know, make it successful that way. They don't have to know your business. They do not have to know your business. Just go ahead on and do what you need to do. You could have already been halfway to your goal, to your your better life, but you keep sitting there and wondering how to do it when there's so many resources out there for you, like these podcasts, you know, like books, um, like YouTube, <laughs> like people who are already successful, like networking events that you could have gotten out and talked to people on starting business or, you know, starting how to write books. Like there's so many resources. Why are you just sitting there? If you want it that bad, if you want to get out of your job that bad, if you want to get out of the situation that bad, if you want to get off of assistance that bad, if you want to get out of your parents' home that bad, there's so many resources, free resources that you don't even have to purchase out here for you to start working on your better life. There's no excuses at this point. There is no excuses because we have the World Wide Web. There's no excuses. We are at, we are living in a time where we can find anything on the internet. I mean, so many people are offering free products. That's how I learned how to podcast. Free product. A free 15-day product <laughs> that I was able to view and get my podcast off off, off the ground. The technology, the tech you know, technology part of it. So, you know, there's no excuse. There is no excuse. You could have already been there. 
Again, if you want more, you're going to do more. Let your passion wake you up in the morning. Okay, your passion may not be your job, but let your passion of waking up another day and another opportunity to be able to work towards what you want, work towards your business, work towards that better life, work towards, you know, once you, you know, have this business up and running and you're helping people work towards, you know, that house that you're going going to get, that car you're going to get, that, that relationship that you're going to have because you're a better person just because you're waking up for passion. You're waking up for your passion. You're waking up to live another day, not just to breathe, but to actually do something with your life. You have to hunger for strength. You have to hunger for strength. You should be hungry every month, every year to get stronger, to get better, to be a better person. These are things that you should strive towards. These should just be automatic goals. Becoming a better person, helping other people, getting better with your faith. These should be automatic goals and, you know, your your top goals. That's my goal in the morning. <laughs> you know, how am I going to be a better person today? How am I going to get closer in my faith today? How am I going to get stronger today? Learn something new today. That's not hard. These things are not <laughs> hard to try to take steps toward. Not too much physical labor with with these things. So put those on your list, you know, to do. And you may think this year, okay, I want to make six figures. How am I, you know, how am I going to do that? I want to bed. You know, I'm starting to take those steps. I want to make six figures. I want to help thousands of people. So what you need to do is number one, if you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, you're going to be successful. You're going to get there. You have to want it bad enough. You have to see yourself there. So your vision has to be plain and clear. There cannot be any deferments for, you know, from your vision. You have to want it bad as you want to open your eyes in the morning and breathe and live another day. So you have to want it bad. Two, the most important thing at any moment is when you can make sacrifices in that moment. So basically, you know, you're sitting at home, okay? You've done everything you had to do for that day. And you're just sitting at home with with your feet up and watching TV. What could you be doing in that moment, in that moment? Put down the phone, put down the remote control, put down the social media and work toward, toward the goal. You'll feel much better because you can check it off your list. So are you willing to sacrifice certain things? Hey, I gave up and this may not, you know, (laughs) seem like, you know, it correlates with business, but I gave up wine for a month. And actually since that month, I haven't even, I had one glass of wine since I gave up my businesses for a week. Okay. Because this is what God told me to do. So I gave up my business and I didn't disobey. I gave up social media. I didn't post. I didn't do anything around business or social media. And when I say I came back stronger than ever, sometimes you have to be able to make sacrifices. And some of those sacrifices would be putting down the phone, putting down social media. Don't answer the phone when it rings because you're working on yourself, which should be a goal all the time. Again, working on yourself, you know, to become a better person. And three, getting to that, you know, I want to get to those six figures or I want to, you know, reach a certain goal by the end of the year. 
pain is only temporary. Oh, it's going to be painful. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it. It's going to be painful. It's going to be painful to sacrifice. It's going to be painful to want it so bad that you're not even seeing it, you know, turning a corner. Like it's still at, you know, start, you know, you know how, you know, when you turn on a video to YouTube and it's buffering and it didn't even start and you're like, uh, please start. It's going to be like that. It's going to be times like, why hasn't this kicked off? I'm working so hard. Why is this not happening for me? So it's going to be painful, but you got to keep pressing on. You cannot give up. If you give up, that's it. So pain is temporary. And once you get past that pain, something else greater is going to take its place. But if you quit, that's going to be there forever. Now, I'm a football lover, like I was telling you guys, and, you know, I was kind of thinking about this, you know, scenario with business. So players, you know, they work out in preseason, you know, they have their drills and, you know, things like that in preseason to get ready for the regular season. So those that those of them that work hard in preseason, I mean, they're they're lifting weights, they're out there running, you know, they're they're running routes, you know, working on their defense and, you know, offense and things like that. They come out greater in the regular season. But those who just party, those who are just doing, you know, shows and those who are out there, you know, just living life and not even trying to practice within the preseason are going to be who they are when they left the prior season. (laughs) They're not going to be any better because they did not work before that season started. So what I'm trying to say is this is your preseason. This is your preseason to not just sit around. This is your preseason to not just party. This is your preseason not to be fearful. This is your preseason to not to be negative. This is your preseason for not letting people get to you. This is your preseason to work, to formulate those goals, to get tough, to get bulked up, to get, you know, hype for the regular season. Because when that regular season comes, you are going to be bigger and better and don't have to work as hard as those as those people who just went on into the into the regular season and basically at the same point that they were in the prior season. So this is your preseason. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want a better life? How bad do you want a better relationship? How bad do you want a business that is successful and helping millions of people, no matter if it's a product, no matter if it's a product, if it's a service, or if it's you just talking on a podcast. How bad do you want to succeed? How bad do you want to love yourself? So I'm going to leave you with that. And again, I hope that you enjoy this podcast. I hope I wasn't too preachy uh, today. And again, I just thank you so much for listening. And you'll find in the show notes where to find me on Facebook, Instagram, and also the Rated Bougie website. And please subscribe. Please rate. Please tell your friends um, who may need this podcast, you know, for some motivation, for some business tips, for some life tips. You know, how bad do you want it? I'm just going to leave you with that. Have a great day.